Well, well, well. Welcome back. It's Blue Mafia. I'm your host, Jeremy Mountain. Had a little bye week last week. Took a little week off. Wanted to give the Bills a little bit of time to gel. It's very early in the season, but it is game day. Game one. Preseason, we've already seen what can happen if your QB1 goes to make a quick cut. Zach Wilson, possible, probable, torn ACL. But it's game day here in Buffalo. Positive. Flowers. Showers. Beautiful day here in the Elmwood Village. I'm going to give you the five things I'm going to be watching at 4 o'clock when the Bills take on the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, it's very early. It's preseason. We don't want to dig too deep, but there's a lot of things that we can see in some young faces and some depth behind some, you know, very adequate positions. We got to look at the depth. That's what preseason is all about. So I'll give you those five things, and then in part two, we're going to kick it over to the quarterbacks. We're going to just look at uh, locker room battles between quarterbacks. Big questions. You will only see the answers on the field. So stick around. It's Blue Mafia, baby. With the start of live bullets flying and game action against another NFL team, one of the big things before I get to the players on the field that I'll be looking at and watching throughout the year as the offense evolves is whether or not Ken Dorsey will be in the booth or on the field. And it's very relevant to me because obviously Brian Dayball was always in the booth, always joking about how he was probably eating some wings or some pork rinds in the booth. But Ken Dorsey, usually on the field, um, we've seen him in the booth with his little bifocals, but also seen him down on the field. And I have a feeling that with the new offense, him being on the field will be crucial. But at the same time, Joe Brady, young quarterback coach, maybe his energy is matching with the youth of some of the receiving core. Uh, Allen is obviously a lot more mature than he was first few years of his career. He's been around the block a few times. Perhaps he doesn't need to have Ken Dorsey on the field holding his hand. Matt Barkley in town. Case Keenum, clearly that video with Case Keenum was absolutely awesome, by the way. Uh, where he dressed up like a fan. That was hilarious. But Case Keenum, Matt Barkley, both good guys to have around the locker room, quarterback room. But will Ken Dorsey be on the field or will he be up in the sky? That's something I'm going to continue to watch because Dorsey said that he's not sure. So we'll be watching today to see where Ken Dorsey is, where... Joe Brady is and Chad Hall watch Chad Hall watch how much he has an impact on the effort and energy of the receiving core and that's 
where we'll start. Uh, five, five sort of position groups or players that I'll be watching. Number one, the receiving depth. I'm really excited just to see some of the new packages. Potentially, it's so early. We know we're not going to see anything too creative, but you can still see how a player can perform in the preseason when it does matter. Um, And that's why I'm looking at, obviously, Isaiah McKenzie and what everyone keeps talking about with him elevating his game. And Jamison Crowder, obviously, excited to see what he brings to the table and Khalil Shakir you've heard me talk about him I just feel like he's got some really high potential upside especially watching his college tape game plays big game plays under the lights in Boise and I just feel like he fits in well with Buffalo and their explosion on offense So I'll be definitely looking at the depth and I'm sure there's going to be guys making plays that will surprise people Um, and that's what makes the preseason truly fun, especially when you have rooting interests like you do with this Buffalo team. Get to see a lot of guys get opportunity in a Bills uniform that may not down the line. And with that being said, looking at the defensive back depth, Teron Johnson looking very good in his new number. And he's someone who has continuously evolved and elevated his game. But also looking at, you know, the guys behind Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Trey White. Hopefully Trey White will be back when it matters. Um, But definitely looking at Kair Elam. High draft pick. Nice competitive player in camp want to see what happens when you know we put the dress dress code on full dress game dress so Jaquan Johnson another guy Poyer talks highly of him Hyde talks highly of him we'll see him get a lot of opportunity probably and then the defensive line we have so many good defensive linemen, it's going to be hard to have no-name defensive linemen in the game. So that should be exciting throughout the preseason, even if Von Miller is not playing too much, which will be fine. Greg Rousseau should get a little bit of burn, and I'm excited to see the way that his game has matured and elevated early, early in his career. And just the rest of the defensive line, Tim Settle, you know, uh, Jordan Phillips back. Want to see how much spark he has left in his game. Don't need to see much of Ed Oliver. It's fine. He can wait it out. Put him in some sweatpants along with Miller. But AJ Apinesa, excited to see what he has grown into. Spending some time with Von Miller. Going to that little camp they did. And then, you know, lastly, James Cook. I was just talking to the main minute man, Jeff. Jeff, Jeffrey Main, friend of the pod. And he was demonstrating his level of excitement because of he he had heard that um, Dalvin Cook, brother of James Cook, had spoken on Pat McAfee's podcast 
saying essentially he can definitely run between the tackles. And I think that James Cook, as a younger brother of a superstar in the NFL, has probably not even taken his effort to the maximum yet. Don't want to say he has coasted on the coattails, but maybe he has saved his best work for the NFL. That's what a lot of guys do that know that they have it. I could definitely see James Cook developing into a Alvin Kamara level back guy that doesn't need to take big hits, knows when to get out of bounds, knows when to protect himself, and knows how to maximize his value. So those are the groups that I'm looking at. Obviously, offensive line as well. That's obviously important. You can't really watch a football team without watching the offensive line, so keep your eyes on those new names on the offensive line because those guys have a huge responsibility. Um, We know that without 17 out there, we're not going anywhere. So keep your eye on that offensive line. Enjoy the game at four. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the other side. I'm going to break down some QBs and what I think may or may not happen with their careers. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the other side. It's the quarterback corner with Jer, the D3, former, has been, wannabe, never was. You know how it goes. Everybody's got a podcast and everyone deserves a voice. If you have a microphone and you have the time, spit it, baby. I don't care what anybody says. I hear guys on, you know, national television talking about like, yeah, you're not, you know, it's not some guy that... You know, played for his high school team. It's uh, I heard someone say that the other day. I've heard a lot of uh, guys that have television programming wanting to go do their own show and be able to have the freedom. So enjoy the freedom, my fellow podcasters out there. And Bill's Mafia and beyond. Keep making recording you're recording the history you're recording the truth so that you have it and even Kyle Brandt apparently is going to be doing a Brandt in the basement type thing where he can do his own thing so enjoy continue celebrate record all my fellow podcasters out there and if you don't have a podcast you should start one so that ad brought to you by creativity and low view count (laughs) don't count your views count your smiles but anyways back to the nfl marcus Mariota looking pretty good we're going to be watching these uh mid-level quarterback stories because they deserve the attention they're still nfl quarterbacks they're still the best of the 32 on the planet. Marcus Mariota looking pretty good, running around a little bit. Look, looked like he wasn't afraid to take a hit, but maybe that's because he's got nothing to lose because right behind him, um, Spencer Ritter looked 
pretty good. Awesome, awesome play at the end of the game. It looked like a little broken play. Throw it up for grabs. Got the touchdown. Good things all around. Malik Willis, I thought he looked pretty, pretty special. And he was playing against some second and third teamers. But I thought he showed poise. I thought that he's definitely going to challenge Tannehill. And he's probably going to challenge, obviously, Vrabel's way of thinking. Also, shout out Hassan Haskins. I think that dude is going to be a real, real baller. I was surprised that the Titans took him, but obviously maybe they're going to take him to take some of that shoulder load off of Derrick Henry in games you know, during the season, long grind, long season. But Hassan ha- Haskins, watch out for him. Obviously, we saw Zach Wilson go down with a treacherous injury, probable non-contact ACL. Ooh. But can Joey Flacco return to greatness? What an opportunity, potentially. Uh, Zeke looking chubby, apparently, again. Not a surprise there. We do have a battle in Pittsburgh for the throne of quarterback. Really want to watch that one pretty closely to see if Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, who's going to get behind that team? They've got talent. They've got defense. They're always good. I'm interested to see how Teddy Bridgewater handles the Tua. Could see Teddy starting. We've talked too much about Tua already, though, and Teddy Bridgewater, sneaky, sneaky. Ultimately, though, Ryan Tannehill could be benched if he doesn't do something explosion explosive explosive uh throughout the beginning of the year i think that it's odd to see Vrabel speak out so boldly against the rookie malik willis i think that could affect the locker room if that continues so we'll keep an eye on that and obviously i'm sort of rooting for the seahawks again they were always sort of an underdog team I want to see what happens with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. I really never really forecasted either of them to have the career that they have had. I thought they'd both sort of step up to the plate, and maybe they will. But a lot of a lot of second chances around the league this year, and I'm excited to see if Baker can stick it up everybody's you-know-what and have a good year in Carolina. Strange, strange seas down in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady mysteriously, silently stepping away from the team. That's weird. We'll have to watch that because without him in that division, Matt Ryan gone, you have Marcus Mariota, you have Baker Mayfield now, and then in New Orleans you have Andy Dalton. That's a weird division with Jameis Winston going down with a strange foot injury who can't seem to stay healthy, even though I always root for Jameis. Don't know why, but I do. And that's that. That's my takes around the NFL, around the quarterbacks. Those are the guys I'm going to be sort of watching in this meaningless preseason. Obviously, the the big-name guys are going to take the focus usually when they're on the field but I enjoy watching these guys I enjoy rooting for all quarterbacks to do their best I was just saying it's kind of funny as a kid I used to 
watch these guys and I would almost like hope to see them struggle so that I could feel as if like I could be out there at least at a college level, division three level, which I did eventually. But now I'm older and I look at these guys at a higher level that are younger than me and I see them struggle and I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that. You never want to see guys struggle. And especially in the game today where they don't really have to get hit as much, you know, and the receivers are protected a little bit more. But I did see a lot of throws over the middle already in the preseason where guys were getting headhunted and a lot of uh, decent, decent execution on offense, but a lot of throws over the middle and slants that, you know clearly people have only been playing thud because those are just absolute kill shots but i appreciate you guys listening go bills at four o'clock we'll be back next week and every week saturday mornings blue mafia thanks for listening have a good one love you guys